This is the Kona Edge, the home of Ironman triathletes who dream of qualifying for the world championships on the Big Island. Welcome on to yet another edition of the Kona Edge. It's good to have you with us. I'm Brad Brown, and we've got Nathan Shearer all the way from Melbourne, Australia, joining us once again. Nathan, welcome back. Thanks for, for chatting to us. Thanks for having me back, Brad. Nathan, we, we've hardly touched on nutrition in our previous chats, but I really wanted to, to chat to you about it because you mentioned something yeah. to your Ironman Kona performance uh, that you literally ditched your nutrition strategy on the run, uh, and uh, it, it ended up working out for you in the end, but uh, pretty important to have a plan B when things don't go right from a nutrition perspective. Yeah, I'd, I'd 100% agree with that based on my own experience, as you said. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think I think it's important to uh, to have Plan B, C, D, whatever it is, you know, and don't be afraid to go to them if if things aren't going well. Nathan, one thing that I, I love about your sort of journey is, is you're still trying to figure things out. You don't know everything, and, and, and that's the beauty of it. I think often we, we get caught up in thinking we know exactly how to do things, and, and that must give you lots of hope too because over, over your sort of Ironman career, you've, you've made some big gains, but by the sounds of it, you're still tweaking and, and trying to figure out what works better, which, which must give you lots of hope that you can go even faster than what you've been able to. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Um, I'd, I'd, consi- I'd consider my knowledge base very, very minimal and, I, you know, i got heaps to learn and I think that's probably true for almost everybody in the sport, even top pros who've been doing it for a long time still learn something new uh, every now and then, even on race day. So, yeah, I think just be a student, be a student of the sport, whatever sport you're in, but triathlon especially. There's three different sports to, to get your head around as well as, nutrition the fourth fourth leg so yeah it's it's pretty important let's talk about your race day nutrition obviously these are things you try in training and and we're not saying to to people try something new on race day you've tested things out before before the race but how do you approach an ironman from a nutrition point of view yeah so um i try and have the same breakfast every time which is wheat bits it's and i don't eat wheat bits (laughs) day-to-day at all. I don't even have it in my house, but I've had it for every Ironman that I've done, so I'll continue to have it. It's um, it's basic. It's easy to digest. It doesn't give me any grief in the morning. I try and have that about three hours before race start. Um, I've never had a problem with it, so I won't change it. Uh, I have that and a coffee. Coffee just helps kind of clean me out, <laughs> for lack of a better expression. Um, but then on, on race day, I keep it really simple. So I have just gels um, and I'll have one every 20 minutes on the bike. And the ones that I have are Shots, which is an Australian brand, but uh, they're about 25 grams of carbohydrates per gel. So it's about 75 grams per hour, which is about equivalent to a gram per kilo of my body weight at racing, um, which if you read, you know, that's a general rule of thumb, but I've found that works for me. Uh, and I'll couple that with just electrolyte tabs, which are basically just sodium, no sugar, no carbs in them. Um, and dependent on conditions, so if it's hot, I'll have more of that and I'll have salt tabs to supplement it. If it's cold, I'll have a little bit less electrolytes. I might not take as many salt tablets um, and I'll drink probably just that little bit more water instead of the electrolyte. Uh, so I try and do most of the gels on the bike. Um, 
I've found my tolerance for um, stomach contents. I can't handle much more than those three gels an hour and that you start putting them on top of each other over four and five hours of riding. I get off the bike and if I have gel too quickly on the run, uh, I get a little bit of diaphragm distress just too too full, in, um, which that took me a long time to work out and a lot of tweaking and training to figure figure out what was doing that. Uh, so, yeah, that's a, a, a classic one for just tweaking and training, try stuff, see what works, narrow things, like eliminate factors and just um, see what works for you. But on the run, in the past I've tried gels, they've worked, and then in Kona they didn't work. I felt terrible. I couldn't. I couldn't even put them in my mouth. They were making me feel sick. So I ditched my fuel belt, which had all my gels in it, kept my salt tablets, went to Coke, um, which I'd never tried in a race. I'd tried in training just having Coke, and it didn't upset my stomach or anything. So, But I thought if I tried to rely on my gels, I just wasn't going to finish or I wasn't going to go very well. So um, I wasn't afraid to try coke which you know it's basically just sugar i think provided you keep having it it's not bad uh, and i certainly wouldn't recommend doing what i did and not trying it on race day or I- extensively in training but at that time it, you know it's kind of last resort for me and it, it happened to work so I, i've stuck to coke since and i actually use that in new zealand for my nutrition on the run I was actually going to ask, so that's, that's pretty interesting. As far as the, the sweetness of, of things, I know a lot of people struggle with, with that, and, and it, it's one thing when you, you're riding a, a, between a four- and a five-hour bike, but for the guys and, and girls who are out there slightly longer, it obviously becomes more difficult to, to stomach those things over a, a longer period of time, but, but it's something that works for you, and, and you're pretty happy with it. Yeah, yeah. I just, you know, the simplicity of that plan works for me. Um, and I can't tolerate, as I said, I can't tolerate a huge amount of, of, uh, volume in my stomach. So by keeping it pretty simple and carb heavy on the gels, aren't, you know, they're only 30 or 40 grams total. And most of that is carbs. So that's, that works well for me. That's not going to work well for, for everybody. Um, but again, like big, best advice I've been given and I can give is, just try everything in training. Like if you think you might need something salty, go on your long, long, long ride, seven hours or, or so, and, and maybe five and a half hours in, have something salty that you might think you can have on race day and just see how your body reacts to that. Let's talk about uh, post-race and, and, and post-training recovery nutrition. Is there anything special that yep. you do? Uh not really. I just I find time when I'm eating or, or getting that recovery nutrition in within that first kind of half an hour of finishing a, a session. So uh, a pretty standard go-to for me is like a protein shake. It's just milk and flavorless protein powder with maybe a banana or, or blueberries as well, just all whizzed up. Um, that's a pretty good one. Uh, I live in Melbourne. I love a coffee, so I, I might sneak a coffee in with that as well, or make something with with coffee in it and a bit of caffeine. But um, I think it's just timing. It doesn't really matter what you have straight after a session because your body's going to absorb it and use it pretty quickly. 
uh, as long as you have it within that first half an hour, hour of finishing, you get, it's going to be absorbed properly. And as far as after a race, are you one of those guys that just smashes and eats anything inside? Yep, definitely. <laughs> I love a burger and, you know, I'm a chocolate, like I love chocolate big time. So, um, yeah, I kind of, I need, especially outside of those, after those big races that you put a lot of effort into and you sacrifice quite a lot for Ironman, as you would know, and anyone who's done one would know. So I think it's important for me, at least mentally, to to be able to switch off and not be as, as stringent and strict with myself, and just allow myself that, you know, that flexibility with eating whatever you want for for a week or so, and just relaxing everything, training, nutrition, everything. Just and go hang, to, hang out on the dark a, side. Yeah, be a normal person for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Nathan Shearer, thank you so much for joining us on the Cone Edge. Best of luck. We look forward to, to following your journey to Kona 2016 and beyond and uh, seeing what you can do and, and how much faster you can get. Thanks, Brad. Much appreciated. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Kona Edge. Nutrition is key to put in world-class performances. Register now for our upcoming free online nutrition seminar on the KonaEdge.com slash nutrition seminar.